if only the creative life consisted of more than just marketing, promotion, and business ideas. I know what you're thinking. Creativity, you, you write books all day. And yes, when I tell people what I do, I often say that I play with my imaginary friends, but really, most of what I do is look at spreadsheets, plan advertising campaigns, and figure out what the proper marketing strategy is for the books. Because that's the life of a writer. And I've made a lot of discussion about my philosophy, and this is going to be one of those years where philosophy and reality are going to intermingle. Let's talk about that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my latest book, Crucify My Love. And it's been a long, strange year for so many reasons, but I'm only going to be talking about my writing today, mainly because it's not so much about my writing, it's about dealing with reality, when your philosophy and reality are fighting each other, because there are things that we want to do as creative people, and then there's market realities that we have to face, and yeah, there's a lot to talk about there. Anyway, before we get started, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the better the chance we actually get to communicate with each other. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Alrighty, so, hmm, what's going on? So, it's the end of the year, and I'm, yes, I'm working on a new novella, and I'm working on getting edits done for the books, and I've got a lot of that actual creative stuff, the stuff that we want to be talking about right now, the stuff that I want to be doing right now, floating around in the air. But... This is also that time of year where you go back over and look at what strategies worked and which ones didn't for the year and start asking yourself, what are you going to do going forward in the new year? Mm. And that's where I am really starting to have issues. That's where I'm really starting to have problems. Because as much as... I want to say that I am going to be doing what I've been doing, just more of it. I, I'm looking at my numbers, and I don't want to, I don't like being one of those people that talks about the number numbers because, well, to some people, you feel like you're bragging, and to other people, they're like, oh, that's it. And so I don't like getting into the actual numbers, but I will say this. Last year, was the year I decided to go wide. And we've talked about this on the show a lot. Philosophically, I am all about not putting all of my eggs in one basket. Philosophically, I am all about having my books everywhere. So as of right now, 
you can get my books on Google Play, Apple iBooks, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, and, of course, Amazon. Because, and this becomes very relevant as we go forward, books don't exist if they're not on Amazon, do they? And that's the problem. Because it's the one thing we don't want to talk about. We want to talk about the creativity and the writing and the fun and the revisions and the work. We don't want to talk about the money. Because it's gauche to talk about the money. But if we're going to do this as a profession, and I highly recommend if you can do anything other than writing as a profession, do it. Do it. Writing is a very difficult profession to be in. Now, I'm not saying don't write your books. I'm just saying don't get it in your head that you're going to make money off your books. Unless you're willing to put in the commitment for it. Because that, that is a long, difficult road to go down. And this is the problem that I'm currently having. My philosophical stand that I wanted my books to go wide and that I wanted to be in more stores because I didn't like having all of my eggs in the Amazon basket has backfired on me this year. And I'm just going to state it like that. I'm going to be very open and honest with you about this. See, I had gotten to the point where my books were making regular sales. I was making regular money via Amazon. It wasn't like crazy amounts of money, but I was making regular money at Amazon. I was getting a check every month. I was getting money. I was making money from Amazon. And not just from Kindle Unlimited. Now, I did make money on Kindle Unlimited, but it wasn't exclusive to Kindle Unlimited. But, having said that, now, here I am a year later, and the money from Amazon has completely dried up. It's gone away. And you may be saying, well, you just need to get another book out, because yes, there are cycles. And yes, you make most of your money around book launch. But I had been working my back catalog and had gotten to a point where I was fairly reliably making money every month off of my back catalog. That dried up almost instantly for each book as it left Kindle KDP Select. As it was pulled out of Kindle Unlimited, that went away. And this is not a conspiracy theory video, though it really easily could devolve into one. This is not that. I'm not saying that they're secretly punishing me for no longer giving them exclusivity. It may feel that way, but I have no proof. And I don't, honestly, I don't care. Because I don't think that that's something that you could prove. I mean, you would have to have such a stupid smoking gun that would never exist for that to, to prove something like that. And so I don't even let myself think that way, except for in my darkest moments when. I feel like Jeff Bezos is personally out to get me. But that's just because, you know, Jeff Bezos is a little creepy. I mean, am I wrong? But yeah, my my sales dried up over there. And while I've been able to have a few sales here and there on the other platforms, I, I have not been able to get back to the place that I was before I went wide. And that could be a vast number of things. That could be that the platforms changed. It, it, honestly, it could be a large number of things. And I, I, 
not going to take the time to go into speculation. Mainly because I have spreadsheet on top of spreadsheet on top of spreadsheet where I'm trying to figure this, this out. But it's making me question. And this is the hardest thing for a writer to do. This is the hardest part because I don't think a lot of us are natural business people. I don't think most of us got into this off the idea of, hi, I'm going to start a publishing business. And I'm going to be worrying about marketing and revenue streams and return on investment and all this other stuff. We got into this because we wanted to tell stories. But so much of the job is about worrying about marketing and promotion and return on investment and all of that. So here I am looking at my numbers at the end of the year and very unhappy with where I am. And considering I'm planning on launching at least three novels next year, if not more, uh, what am I going to do? And it's mainly an issue because I know, and it's just because I spent so long in Amazon, in their ecosystem. If I were to go back to them, remove my stuff from everywhere else, go back to being exclusive over there, I know how to work the system so that I can get sales moving again. In a way that it's difficult to do without being in Kindle Unlimited. But I don't know if I want to do that. And I don't know if that's the best thing for my career. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to be so candid about this on the podcast and just really kind of talk to you about it. Because I think there is a chance that I might go running back to our beloved, <laughs> our benevolent Lord, Amazon, and go back to exclusivity at least for a while to try to reestablish that audience. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't made up my mind. I haven't decided yet, but I, I'm struggling. And the struggle is real. And there are no good answers, because this is a topic that people have a religious fanaticism about. There are very few people that, are, that will discuss this from a point of view of, oh, maybe this or that. It's either, oh, Amazon is evil, be everywhere, or Amazon is great, be there. And I'm kind of in the middle. I, I don't like monopolies, and I don't like having all of my eggs in one basket. But, again, that is where the majority of book readers are. That's where the majority of my sales were. And that's the system that I'm familiar with. And thus, I'm trapped. Okay, so trapped is probably the wrong phrase. That's probably not the way that I should have worded it, and I should probably word it differently, but that is how I'm feeling right now. And I think that's how a lot of writers are feeling. Because the few that I have brought this up with, or some of the other discussions that I've seen around, I don't think I'm the only one that's currently fighting this issue. And... It, it really boils down to, and it's not, okay, sorry, I, I'm not editing this, you know, as I often don't edit these podcasts because I really like sharing my raw feelings with you all, but I don't think that this is one of those places where idealism can 
intervene. Yes, in an ideal world, my work would be everywhere. It would be in every bookstore that I could get it in, because, well, isn't that the dream? But this isn't an ideal world. And it's something that I grapple with all the time, because in those idealistic moments, I think to myself that I'm just not persevering enough. One year was not enough of a test. I need to work harder on making this work. But that's where the second half comes in. And that's why I really wanted to weigh this argument out on air with you all. Because, well, yes, I could give it more time. I could do another year and try different kinds of promotions and different this and different that and dot, dot, dot. And maybe I could find my success there. The question is, what is it that I want to be doing next year? See, I've been in this crazy writing fit lately, and I'm very excited about that. Finished a book, working on a novella right now. I have, like I said, books that are coming out next year. I'm in a good place creatively. I'm in a better place creatively than I've been in a long time, and as such, I want to spend the majority of my year either writing new work or editing and revising completed work so I can get it out. And so I have to find a way to fit that into my normal marketing schedule. I have to find a way to fit that into my normal routine. And this is the problem that I'm I'm facing here. If I decide to continue going forward with the work widely distributed, then I have to fit into my schedule more time to learn each of those individual platforms and its quirks so I can figure out how to market for it and get more readers there. And if I had the money to hire somebody to do it, I would do that in a heartbeat. But this is a one-stop shop. It's just me. And... I don't know that I have the time to fit that in my schedule. And that's where this all becomes super problematic. Do I want to go back to Amazon? Do I want to go back to exclusivity? No. But am I willing to sacrifice writing something or getting a revision done or getting some of the artwork done that I want to do next year? Am I willing to not do some of those projects so I can take the time to learn this? And I don't know if my principles are worth that. And I know that may sound like I'm cheap or I'm selling out or anything or something, but that's not it. My core principle, which I've hopefully communicated to you over this show's run, is that I want to be creative. I want to tell stories. I want to get my stories out there. And yes, having my stories wide is the best way to reach the broadest audience. But at the same time, I need to be able to keep my lights on. I need to be able to, you know, I had to refill the gas tank today. And I'm not talking about in the car. I'm talking about the propane tank that provides heat and food for my house. So, you know, there's a lot of money that needs to be coming in to support just my life. I'm not even living that extravagantly. I'm not living extravagantly at all, but that's not a topic for this episode. 
Um, you know, everything needs to be supporting itself. And I hate thinking like that because, as you know, capitalistic thinking is not built into me. It's not engineered into me. But I'm kind of in a place where I need these projects to sustain themselves. And mm, that almost feels like I have to go back to Amazon. Because I don't think I'm going to have the time to learn all these new systems, at least not right now. So if I were to go back, my current plans for that would be to go back build whatever audience I can there, continue building the podcast, continue building the website. I actually have some free stories that are going to be coming out. So I can do whatever I want to with those. But building that audience, building that name, building that demand. And then when I feel that it would be more appropriate for me to move outside into other markets that I don't understand as well, and it would be worth it to learn how to use those things to do it. And that's a horrible way of thinking. And that's kind of why if I've sound a little depressed on the show lately, it's not that I am. It's that I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been thinking about it for quite some time. Because I really don't want to go back to an exclusive deal. But I need to make sure that I'm reaching the biggest audience that I possibly can right now so that I can actually build something here. And I don't see a path to do that outside of Amazon right now. I don't have access to the tools that I want to have for Apple Books, Google Play, or any of the other places that the book is to get to generate the audience that I I need. And that feels so selfish. But it's not. And that's again why I'm doing this episode. Thinking about what is best for you and thinking about what is best for the work is not selfish. It may look that way to those on the outside, but if it ends up getting you to a place where you either can't do the work anymore or you do the thing that you don't want to do, and don't worry about it, I'm not at that point right now. I'm not at that point yet where I have to worry about not being able to do this. I'm not there yet. But times have been tough. Times have been a bit rough. Last year was not a good year. 2019 was not a good year. And I want 2020 to be a much better year. And that's the struggle. That's the fight. I really do feel like making the decision to go back to Amazon, if I do, and I mean exclusively, the books have always been there, but going back to that exclusivity so I get access to that Kindle Unlimited and can do the things there to spread the word and whatnot that I'm already familiar with, that, by the way, stopped working when I went wide. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. If anybody has any suggestions, I, I would love to hear them. But I, I wanted you all to know, not just where I am, but that 
If you're going through this with your own work, it's normal. It's real. It's something that happens to us all. And in the end, we have to decide what is best for the project and for our own mental health. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, yeah. Sorry this was kind of a bummer episode. I was hoping it would be more triumphant because I, I think... I think it will, even if I do go back, I think it's all for a good cause and will all work out in the end. But I don't know. (laughs) I just, I felt like I needed to share because that's who I am. Anywho, if you haven't already and you did actually enjoy this episode, do rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, please, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on social media. I am C.E. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you have a dollar, you can pass my way. And no, this was not like a protracted rant to try to get you to feel sorry for me and give me money. But if you would like to join the project, you can find links to both listener support and Patreon in the show notes. Thank you to everybody who does that. If you don't have any money to give right now, or you don't feel like doing it, do not feel pressured. That's not why I did this. I just think so much of the content I see coming from writers is just this triumphalism of how wonderful it is. And don't get me wrong, it is wonderful to be a writer, but there there are struggles and hard decisions to make along the way. And I, I just... I don't know, I wanted to be that counter voice today. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's fine. But if you know anybody who would like this podcast, do share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. And there will, of course, be an announcement when I do. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.